All right. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Fun Fans Podcast. I'm your host. I'm back, James Dillard. With me, as always, my co-host, Bailey Jackson. How you doing, Bailey? I'm good. It's a Thursday night edition of Is the Fun Thursday Fans Podcast. Thursday? Yeah. The midweek quick, a... quicker edition. Yeah. Midweek, probably real short. Uh, just want to give a shout out to my co-host, Bailey, for handling things Sunday while had a little family, I, I don't want to say emergency, but kind of was, I guess. And uh, just, just if you've listened to the show, you've heard me talk about m- my mother-in-law and some health issues. So just keep her and my in-law families in your prayers, please. So, but I wanted to come on here. We got a lot, there's a lot to talk about, but we'll try to keep this fast. And I just, you know, maybe I've been doing this too long where I just, I almost couldn't stand it. I mean, it was, Bailey knows me enough to know it was very difficult for me to not get on here and give my two cents worth on all this college football playoff stuff. And I'm thinking about today, I'm like, well, it, it's kind of old news, but it's kind of not still, right? It's, it's still it's, news. It's I pretty guess. old right now. It's, it's, it's kind of old now. But uh, I also, if you watch the show, if you go back and check it out, Bailey pointed out that yours truly predicted two weeks ago that Florida State would be the first and the only Conference champion, power five, undefeated team left out of the four-team college playoff. We can go back and show the film if we need to. Nostradamus right there, everybody. (laughs) Yeah. We won't get into all the stuff I predicted that didn't come true. We don't need to make make that list there. Uh, But, yeah, I I think that's – I thought that was bad. And, see, let me take – let me – and that's all I'll say about that. You know, Florida State got hosed. That's the bottom line. I, I don't care what anybody says about anything. Florida State got shafted. But what I have learned in the com- conversation with folks and hearing all the talking heads still, I think I might be the only person in the world. That went, let me back up. I'm going to preface this real quick with saying everybody knew what they were getting into. And when I say everybody, I mean the teams, the school. I mean, every year there's been one or two teams that felt like they should have been in and they got left out, et cetera, et cetera. You knew Four teams was better than the two-team BCS. The two-team BCS is better than the way they used to do it, blah, blah, blah. So it's, it's, it's evolving, but it's just going real slow. But everybody knew when they started the thing, started the season this year, how the choice was going to be made. The people were going to sit around, and you don't know when the season starts that there's not going to be five Power Five undefeated conference champions. And then what are they – you know, there's no guarantees. So – I do hate it for Florida State. I do think personally they got shafted. Uh, but, you know, it's one of those things where this part of the system that they were in. First of all, I don't want to hear all this, the games don't matter stuff. Well, of course the games matter. If the games didn't matter, then you wouldn't have the other teams to compare and stuff. So all this, the games don't matter why you play the games. That's just, that's kind of whiny. Let's just be honest. But I think I'm the only person in the world that thinks that, and I'm not saying they should, but there could be an argument, in my opinion, that Texas could have been the team that's left out. How about Alabama? The only reason they're in there is because they scored on a last second, literally last second. Correct. Play I, against Auburn. Texas, Georgia, Alabama. Those should have been the three teams fighting for the one spot and then the other two mad. And I would have I'd have personally left out Texas. I don't know what I, I don't know how I would have picked. I probably would have picked Bama over Georgia because of the win and just being honest because of the eye test. 
but the committee, in my opinion, messed up, and it, everybody's like, well, you, you can't – they beat Bama. That was in week two when Alabama was – they were not near as good <coughs> as they were by the end of the season. Anybody that knows football knows that. Texas is a great team, and I'm not saying they shouldn't be, and I'm just saying that there could have been an argument for them to be out. Now, personally, we, it's been noted on here, something should have happened with this Michigan mess. If they cheated, they shouldn't have been eligible – that would have helped with this situation as well, but I guess that wasn't even a thing. So there's my two cents worth because Texas, you, you're more talking like about three dollars worth. That's at least three dollars yeah, worth. Not you know, cents. Texas beat Bama. Well, that was in week two, and they also lost to Oklahoma. Georgia's only loss was to Alabama. <laughs> right? Alabama had a, a only loss was to Texas. So I, I don't know, but the, the, it was really it was the perfect year for this to be the last year of the four team playoffs. Well it's just final happen point. next year with the last the last couple teams that get in. Exactly. That was exactly what I was about to say. And I think there'll be even more teams to argue that they should have been number twelve, I guess will be the thing. But that'll be so much fun. This is fun. All this is fun. I love it. I love all the talk and I love all the other stuff. And I was really, really, really upset, but I'm just gonna be honest for selfish reasons. I could, you know, Sorry, Florida State fans. Hey, I hated it for you. I think you got hosed, but I was mad because I really felt like that was going to mess up Clemson's bowl placement. And then when it didn't, I wasn't near as upset. <laughs> I don't. I am crunk about going to the Gator Bowl. I don't know if you guys uh -oh. can hear me or not, but evidently James is taking watching the show. And uh, James, yeah, I'm here. Blank. We went blank. Oh, we all did. We all go down. We all went blank. Yeah. Well, I was just saying how yeah, excited I was about go, for like going to the Gator seconds. Bowl. Then I oh, came sorry. back. Okay. Oh well, we, that was not even included in any of this. Your oh. your screen doesn't start spinning when everything goes. No, no. you just you, you keep freezing on me. All right. Anyway, I'm going to the Gator Bowl too. Let's let's have a good time. You're That's frozen be now. Awesome. That's gonna be a good time. I'm frozen again. Snowman. <laughs> no, you're good. Okay. Uh, the, you're, you're moving. Uh, Cliff Ellis is retiring. Does that matter? Yeah, it matters. Cliff Ellis is the 11th winningest <laughs> coach in NCAA history. He has wins at Cumberland University or college, South Alabama, where he came from to go to Clemson in the mid-'80s. And then he was one of the most successful coaches at Clemson and he has been at Coastal Carolina and oh well, Auburn between Clemson and Coastal and he's 11th all time and he's 78 years old so he needs to retire <laughs> I figured that enjoy would yourself and, yeah it would be uh and now at least in, if I interview him again uh I can say he's retired and I actually get it right this time but Unlike he more importantly he was the coach when we were in school James he was I know Clemson. Yeah, I knew it'd be important. That was a rhetorical question. I know. And it's a segue into Clemson basketball. But, Bailey, tell us about your experience last night watching the Tigers play the Gamecocks. Well, first of all, uh, the place was packed. Packed. All right, so if you were not there, the students were turned away, some of them. Oh. Then they start letting them in standing room only around the top of the concourse. So there are kids standing in every portal all the way around 
and the student sections were completely full. So I'm pretty sure the fire marshal would have an issue with what was going on there last night. But I will say this, two very good NCAA basketball teams. I know I know a little bit about basketball. A little bit. And the Gamecocks are huge. They're thick and strong, and they mm-hmm. in the first half. And really part of the second half, they they impose their will on Clemson. They're good. South They're Carolina's good. good. And hey, I Clemson told one of my good too. told my kids they were hitting three pointers like we were playing on in in their backyard driveway court, you know. Well, I mean, they were, but they would isolate. All right, let's get technical. They right. isolate in the post. They run some backside action, and they drive and kick, or or they draw a double team and kick out opposite, and that's when you're wide open for a three. There you go. You know, but then in the second half, and Clemson could not literally throw it in the ocean in the first half. Yeah. Uh, and then the second half, um, Chase Hunter took over a little bit. Wiggins had his best game as a Tiger in two years. Mm-hmm. Shefflin is a, is a monster on the glass. Yep. Um, and and if, if people don't know, they're going to know. They're going to know. They're going to know because Shefflin's good. I mean, he is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would love to coach that guy. Um, But they just play with a lot of – a lot of grit, like like Brad Brownell says. Yeah. People people can say what they want to, and if I hear one person bashing Brad Brownell, I'm going to flip out on him because the guy knows basketball inside and out and no write that one. down. No way anybody would talk bad about coaches. People could not understand last night in my section why he kept taking P.J. Hall out at the end of the game. Well, it was clear to me that South Carolina had gone to a five-guard lineup to try to drive it and kick and hit some threes. Mm-hmm. So PJ's not going to be in there to guard a guard. Right. People, look what's going on. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's I don't enough. Know. It, that's enough. Hey, they play well. I could tell it was definitely uh two good teams for sure myself. And I could tell the place was packed. We saw I saw our man the hat. He was the there. Camera. I saw him. I saw your daughter. Yes. She was the second cheerleader from the end, I believe, at least most of the night. And uh, we were excited about that. Um, me and my daughters and I sat around and watched. We watched the whole thing. It was awesome. Good. So, and we're looking forward to, I mean, hey, 8 no now? 7? How many? Seven, eight, eight, no, 4 eight, o'clock no. Saturday versus TCU in Toronto, Canada, north awesome. of the border. <laughs> That's neat. Check that out on FS1. All right. And then right, they're well, at Memphis a awesome. week later. And, all right. We'll circle back real quick. I want to. I, I want to make this point. We've talked on here. We've given our opinions, kind of the old school opinion on the transfer portal, and it not not that we were totally against it, but we definitely aren't totally for it. But I'm gonna tell you right now, it's a little exciting. It does make things a little fun. Kind of, not really, not really getting into it, but you know, there's some enjoyment because you know we won't get into our opinion, but you know we're. Well, I will. Happy kids can get happy. Okay. They're playing the system. I don't blame the kids. Oh, no. But do not put on Twitter or on Instagram always a tiger or always a beaver or always a demon deacon when you're transferring somewhere else because you're not always one of those things. You're going somewhere else. You don't think it's in their heart? 
You know what I'm I think is funny? I don't know. I I don't and I'm I don't know. I just think it when I say funny, just funny. Uh because it's fine are the the ones that announced that they're staying, but they we they weren't going anywhere anyway. So I don't I don't know. That's, well, that's here's what I told somebody the other day. Every coach has an end of the year meeting with every player. Oh yeah. And he goes, What are you gonna do? And the guy goes, I don't know, coach. No, I'm 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 thinking about going to the draft. Well, let's look at where – and what colleges do is they tell them where they're projected. They ask the experts. Yep. And then some schools now are matching. I know a player that was told that if he was going to be a second, third-round pick to go. But if he was going to be a fourth through sixth-round pick, they would match the money that he would make. Oh, without a doubt. You know that's what's happening. That's not college football. Yeah, that part of it is different. But – uh. Portal is, is getting kind of fun. Well, you got Speaking guys. Clemson's losing some def- defenders, a lot of them. Yeah. And hopefully gain some, too. So, Not you know, from we'll, the portal. We'll, We're not going to use the portal well, for we'll, that. <laughs> we'll use the portal. For an offensive what, lineman. So what about ETN? Well, that would be cool. Because that's just rumors, and I know it's not a defensive guy. Well, here, let's talk about the two new hires assistant coaches okay that's good so the offensive line coach what's his last name luke yes former head coach at mississippi when he was at old miss he had the top 10 recruiting class like two years in a row he's a he's supposed to be like this unbelievable offensive line guru slash recruiter yeah so that's a- and then Chris Rumpf, Rumpf. He's, was at South Carolina, played at South Carolina, um, was at Clemson, was at South Carolina, and, and he recruited a lot of the guys, I think, when South Carolina was really good. Mm-hmm. So you see the focus of the hires. Yeah. It's always been, you know, recruiting, and now whether it's mm-hmm. portal or otherwise, so it's always been the focus of college football has been the recruiting. So it's going to be fun. Bowl season ahead of us is going to be fun. We got some shows coming up where we're going to have some cool guests. We're going to talk about some fun bowl games. We're going to talk about some the best tasting bowl games. Oh I think, yeah! I think I think we've said December seventeenth will be our bowl special. So look for that Sunday, December seventeenth. And before we go, I want to give a quick shout out to our friend Brian Lane and his state championship. His his son. Jalen's the only two-time guest here on the show. Uh, so shout out to the Lane family, Coach Lane and his crew. And we also have a faithful listener that helps out Westside football, uh, the gentleman that comes and talks to us at the tailgate on Saturday. So congratulations to the Rams in their state championship. But I uh, yep. just wanted to throw that out there. Coach Lane is is a really good dude. Yeah, he's a good guy. We like Coach Lane. So <clears> – <throat> But, hey, that's all I got. Just wanted to come real quick. Uh, Appreciate anybody joining us. Please share. Please follow on social media. And Bailey is just as busy during basketball season uh, as he is during football season as an athletic director of a big old high school over there. And uh, there might be a week we take a week off after our bowl special. And uh, we'll get our Christmas plans and stuff out there. But just stay tuned. Keep your notifications on. We just play Christmas music for a week. That's what radio stations do. (laughs) That's it.
we can set it on auto program. I would like to say this. I don't condone this, but the student section started chanting, who's your daddy last night when we pulled away at the end. Yeah. Yeah. And then about the whole place started doing it. And it was a little bit unsportsmanlike. A little bit. And we're, we're too mature for stuff like that. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, sportsmanship costs nothing. We appreciate your sportsmanship and we appreciate all the maturity and Hey, we do appreciate our sponsors. You know, we got Dubby, you got Diamond X products, you got Rubens and we'll get to more of those guys on a full show. Uh, but for this evening on behalf of J thrill entertainment, the fanboys, fangirls, sports podcasting network, and Bailey Jackson. Until next time, everybody. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. <laughs>